In for the Night is a podcast that discusses movies, random topics, and gives you an excuse to just stay in for the night. And Larry is being difficult again, like he always is. I'm not being difficult. I'm showing my drugs. It. What is that? Skittles? Drugs. Candy drugs. Sugar is a drug. It is. Very addicting. <laughs> Hi, my name's Katie. It is sour Skittles gummies. And you're going to eat while we're recording. Yeah, Sorry. We'll that. <laughs> you're going to make noises. You're, you you make know. noise when you chew. I'm moving away. All right. Well, welcome. <laughs> so I this is, I'm, I'm very, 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 very excited about this episode okay. because one of my favorite topics that of all time we're going to cover. And if you don't remember, it's Dear David. So, but first, what do we normally talk about? The dogs? No. What we did the week? What we did we? Yeah. You can introduce yourself to what you did. I was right. I was going to say do movie, but okay. If you want to make it longer. Well, you have to. <laughs> um, well, for you that know, I got, I think you can see it, surgery. It's crusty. Crusty. I kind of mm. want to rip off the scab. Um, what, what's today? Not Saturday. So last Friday. No, no. Friday before last. It's been two weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Friday before last. And surgery went well. Painless. All that good stuff. Now I'm just in the healing process. Got the wrap off. And uh, just doing my own home physical therapy, I guess. So. Playing video games. Fuck yeah. That's the best way to do it. And icing it still. Still a little numb and swollen. But not as bad as it was. I mean, when it was done, my whole hand was swollen. That was pretty scary. But like, he looks like on. sausages. Like his yeah. fingers look like sausages, burnt sausages. It was, it was pretty black. gross. Oh, it's still numb. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's gonna be numb for a while. So I know it is. But so far, so good. Just um, probably be back back to work in another week, um, which and I'm not I excited about. But. A break from you. <clears throat> I see and you, you have, ev- have all the puppies. I see you every day. No. Um, my week went okay. Uh, just working. Work, work, work. Writing. Doing my freelance stuff. Doing all that shit. Work. Rocking it out with her uh, ovaries out. That would be painful. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's just dive right in. Um, because unfortunately, Dear David is a little bit of a long, longer story, but I'm going to try to make it as short as possible. And Ty is not reading today because I want his full, what is it, reaction, because it's terrifying. I'm not going to give you any reaction because I'm going to be paying attention to the dogs. Probably. Okay, so the movie we watched this last uh, for this episode, um, it was called Fresh, and the only place you can watch it is... Amazon. Hulu. I was close. <laughs> Uh, do you want to read the meat and potatoes? I mean, I guess so I can read something today. I think you're going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Um, oh, my goodness. How is that a comedy? It's not a comedy. It was kind of funny. Uh, so, yeah. Fresh 2022. It's almost two hours long. Hmm, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. So, we have a 6.7 out of 10 on IMD Bizzle. Mm-hmm. And we have 81% on Rotten Potatoes. That's a pretty good rating. Because there's a lot of... uh, Everybody take a shot. 
Wade's eating his rope. Wade, Wade, stop eating that dude. Because you're going to swallow it. Stop. Uh, let's see. In a nutshell, intense, thrilling, and biting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, synopsis. Penis, one. Uh, the horrors of modern dating are seen through the eyes of a young woman who's bat- who is battling to survive her new boyfriend's unusual appetites. Is that it? Yeah, it's, that's it. it I mean, it's one. good. It's. I feels like it. I feel so like- we have <clears throat> Daisy Edgar Jones hyphen. So I guess her last name is Edgar. That's fucking that's kind weird. of badass. I like the name Edgar. Daisy Edgar. That's that's weird. Um, Sebastian Stan. Uh, Charlotte Lebon, Andrea Bang. <laughs> she bang, she bang. Andrea Bang. Oh, that's great. Uh, Brett Deer. Brett Deer. <laughs> Jonica T. Gibbs. But that's a black and, chick. Yeah, it's a black chick. And Deo Okinaya. That's, that's the, the bartender. Mm. And then Arg Haven. Genity. I don't know who Jesus Christ. Is. Some of these names. I'm I like. Who that is. But I've never seen Daisy Edgar Jones. At least I don't think I have. Sebastian Stan I have. All right. Well, this movie is kind of a. Don't be difficult. I can be difficult. All I want. Um, so this movie is literally about dating and the horrors of it. Like, what's the worst possible thing that could happen to you while you're dating someone? I mean, this isn't the worst. I mean, yeah. I guess the guy liked her. But I'm sorry. Worse is like the R word. Yeah. And the M word after that. Yeah. But Um, this one was not the R word, but it was the M word. (laughs) Slowly. Uh, (laughs) So the premise of this movie is this woman goes on a date and she hates dating. The first guy she dates is a douche. Like. Hella douche. Oh, you would look so pretty in a dress. He tells her to smile more. and, And ugh. Yeah. Toxic masculinity at its and finest. And when she was like, "No, nah, I don't want to go on another date with you," he's like, "Well, I was just." He was trying to kiss her, and she's like, "Nah, fam." Yeah, and she was like, "I, I, I only went anymore. out of this date for, for kindness or respect or something like that." Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, you're such a bitch," and he walks away. And that's like shit that happens. That is shit that happens. I don't know where these guys and girls think that they are entitled to fucking dates with people. Because they think they're entitled. Fuck. Anyway, so that's why I'm glad I'm married and I don't have to worry about that anymore. But, yeah, watch out, people. Make sure you don't go on a vacation with somebody that you've known for a minute. Yeah, and not tell anybody where you're going. Yeah. And, oh, it's a surprise. (sighs) Yeah, if I was good, if you did that to me, I would, like, let my parents or someone know, like, hey, we're going Mm -hmm. here for the weekend. If I don't respond, please send, you know, the U.S. Navy or some shit. That's what I do, like, if I have to take an Uber by myself, I'll, like, share my location with people just in case. Yeah, because, like, like, in Korea, it was terrifying because some taxi drivers weren't just taxi taxi drivers. They would find women and sell them. And then they would be found dead in the Han. In the Han? What it's a that? river. It's a river that goes through. So, so they sell them just to get them killed? Like, well, they'll sell them, and then when once they're done with them, they'll, like, toss them in the river. Jesus. Oh, he got the plastic piece off. Yeah, chew on that, bud. Um, so, but yeah, dating is terrible. This movie kind of shows that. And I mean, this is like an extreme part of dating that could potentially well, I mean, happen. I this stuff but, does happen, though. Like, and it's black market shit. parts get sold on black market. 
Yeah, black market shit. I don't want to give you too much away, but I was like, there's one point where it's like, I laughed at it because I was like, what butt? Yeah, he takes her. <laughs> well, yeah. We don't want to give too much away We're because not gonna it's, give it away. It's Just watch it. It's a good, good movie. Super good. And it was like 30 minutes in before the the credits came. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even, yeah, that was, that was like the very long beginning. But it was good. But it was like a good beginning. It was just like, usually you get the title of the movie like within a, like the in, first five minutes or less. Like this one was like seconds. 30 minutes in. But yeah. All right. So with that movie, um, what is your score? 11. 10. 10. 10. Same 10. It's a good movie. And it had pretty good score I on Rotten Potatoes. Yeah. All right, so again, you can watch it on Hulu if you have not watched it. And then if you wanted to let us know how you felt about it, share that. Email us. You know where to email us. Yeah. Um, so let's get into the topic. I am beyond ecstatic about this. This is going to be so fun, and you're going to hate life. Probably not. But. I have video games. So, um, and you. I, I'm glad I'm and just like, dogs. I'm just under, under video games. Like, it's video game. I have other stuff to do. Video games. Oh, and you. I'm like the afterthought, like 10 minutes later. Well, it's because you're on the couch, you know, watching TV. and That's know. my life. Exactly. It's so, my life. You know, I just let you do your thug tizzle. And I do my mine. cheeks look fat. Oh my god! No anyway, all right. So, if you do not remember from last episode, um, we are covering Dear David today, and I only used one site. Can you guess the site? Dear David site. No. Dear Bus- David Foundation. I wish. No, <laughs> it's called Bustle.com. So, the background of this, really quick. Uh, to offer some background, the original Dear David story thread debuted during the summer of 2017 and continued through the winter of 2018. Um, th- through hundreds of spine-tingling tweets, Ellis painted a horror movie-worthy picture of this haunting. A complete and frightening yet engrossing photos, videos, sound recordings, and description of spectral visits from Dear David himself. So, this story pertains mostly from Twitter. Hmm. So this is why it's like really interesting, and it's like a modern take. Is that on why Twitter is so popular. Because yeah, of this? So it's kind of funny to see his tweets as they go because at first he only had like five thousand people visit them, and then by the end it's like forty thousand. Jeez. <laughs> All right, so we're just going to talk about the main character here. Um, his name is Adam Ellis. He is an illustrator who often draws in full comics about his life and the things he sees around him. So he lives in New York. Just a little bit of background. He lives in New York. He lives in a duplex, but it used to be a, a store of some sort, and then they changed it to a duplex. So there's a an apartment on the bottom, mm-hmm. and then he uh, an apartment on the top. This actually is very important in the future. So just clearing that up. Are you ready? No. Great. I have to go potty. Are you kidding? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so it starts in August on August seventh of twenty seventeen. Um, the title of this section is Weird Dreams and Suspicious Cats. <laughs> so it's not like, don't, don't fuck with cats. So this is, uh, the tweets are when I talk in first person, so me, my, I. Um, then there's notes on the side that kind of condense his tweets because there's a shit ton of them. So, so my apartment is currently being haunted by the ghost of a dead child and he's trying to kill me. That's his first tweet. That's fun. (laughs) Uh, The first time I saw him, I was experiencing sleep paralysis and saw a child sitting in the green rocking chair at the foot of my bed. 
He had a huge misshapen head that was dented on the side. I did my best to draw it. Do you want to see the drawing? Fuck yeah. That's what I was kind of figuring. If you can see it, if you're watching Patreon. Did that he is get a... like a bite out of his head? We'll, we'll learn. Like. We'll learn. In the dream, the child had gotten out of the armchair and begun shambling towards Ellis, who sat in a bed, in bed, feeling paralyzed. He awoke before the child reached him. So the, luckily, that's terrifying. Like that's like one of my main fears is sleep paralysis. Well, the more you think about it, the more it could happen. But then I worry about if I get it, what I'm going to do and what I'm going to see because I think of a lot of scary things. You do, and I can't help you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I had another dream a few nights later where I was in a library and a girl came up to me and said, "You've seen Dear David, haven't you?" I was like, "Who?" And she said, "Dear David, you saw him." She told Ellis that David is dead. Additionally, she explained the rules of interacting with David to Ellis. He only appears at midnight, and if you see him, you can ask him two questions as long as you say the words, Dear David, first. However, you are never, ever to ask him three questions. He'll kill you if you do. Does someone do it? Yes. Yes. (laughs) All right. So, in a different dream, Ellis tried asking David some questions. In the dream, I say, dear David, how did you die? He mumbles, an accident in a store. Oh, the store below? Mm -hmm, Maybe. Um, I say, dear David, what happened in the store? He groans, a shelf was pushed on my head. Mm. That's why he has the dent. And he's a kid, so he's, like, how old is this kid? Like seven or eight. Yeah, so his, like, skull might not be fully formed, Yeah, he still has soft spots. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I froze with fear. I asked, who pushed the shelf? That's three questions. And you didn't say, dear David. David doesn't answer. I realized that I've asked a third question, which I'm not supposed to do. At that point, I wake up absolutely terrified. I mean, mm. you just like fucked yourself. Mm. Still, though, he attempted to get to the bottom of the whole thing the next day, Googling around for kids named David or Daniel or Dylan or Devin. Can't hurt to be thorough. It's true. Who may have died in stores in New York after being pushed by a falling shelf. Um, he turned up He turned up nothing, so it was a fruitless effort. Not too long after that, the apartment above, was vacate, above his was vacated, so Ellis moved upstairs. He stopped thinking about David during this time because, well, he didn't have any reason to. He wrote that he suspected David may have lost track of him because he moved. So Okay. Two feet. <laughs> um, so these, he's just waiting patiently. That's what he's doing. He's like twiddling, like yeah, maniacally. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> August 8th through the 9th tweets. Okay. But lately, something strange is happening. Blood is spilled. Maybe. For the past four nights, my cats gather at the front door at exactly midnight and just stare at it, almost like something is on the other side. So to picture like that door and then let's say Nugget and Gordon are sitting there like looking under the door. Mm -hmm. They don't normally do that. So if they started doing that, that would be weird. I'd be like, oh, what do you see, bud? Yeah. So his two cats, um, one, one name is Maxwell and he has three legs. He's so cute. And then the other is Pepper. It's a black cat. Pepper. Okay. When I opened the door and turned on the light, the hall light, uh, nothing was there. But my cat seemed unnerved, bushy tails, etc. And that's where I'm right now. Dear David found me, I think. I don't know what to do. I'll keep you updated. 
Update. <laughs> for the sixth night in a row my cat has walked over to the door promptly at midnight and stared at it what's going on okay so in this tweet there's a video of the cats looking back and forth so um i didn't i couldn't put videos up here i can show you later but like the cats are like looking like under like somebody's walking back and yeah, forth, walking in front back of and forth. it's really creepy um is it just me or is it is there something in the first photo Right where the banister meets the shelves, hiding on the stairs. I couldn't tell, so I mustered the courage to open the door. Nothing was out there, but I took another photo. Look at this. So these are the two photos. So in this, he took a photo through his uh, peephole. peephole. And then if you look right above the shelf, there's like a little uh, misty kind of thing. Above the shelf? Yeah, like the shelf outside the... Not in the open door through the the people. Oh, like where the picture is? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I see it. So, um, he took another photo through the thing in the the smudge, like the I call it a smudge because it could easily just be a smudge on your people, mm-hmm. um, but it moved, so it like shifted over. Shifted over. Which is creepy. Uh, when he compared the two photos, he became convinced that there was something lurking in the first one. The one he took through the peephole, like obviously I just showed you that. I wasn't sure if it was a smudge or something, so I took a second photo from inside. There was something out there. I'm pretty scared. You should be. (laughs) I deadbolted the lock and got in bed because I don't know what else to do. I can still hear... Yeah, just he does do that. Oh, he does? Yeah. I I can still hear my cats meowing at the door. Fuck that. I mean, at least cats... he has cats. Like, I would not be able to stay in that house by myself. Like, once I asked a third question and I was told that dear David's going to, like, slice me but open. The, thing, the difference between you and him is you wouldn't have asked him any questions. Very true. <laughs> you would have been like, bitch, what you do in my house? <laughs> I'm like, well, you can do you, boo-boo, and I'll do me. <laughs> <laughs> Your head looks a little squished. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Here's a hat, dude. <laughs> Cover that up. Cover that up. <laughs> No one wants to see that. <laughs> then I'll probably really get murdered. <laughs> and then he pulls out his Glock and starts shooting. <laughs> or pulls out a knife. Oh my God. That's just more personal. I got My sister posted this uh, comedy sketch of this guy talking about guns. He's like, I love guns. I like think they're fun. I bought a gun. Didn't buy bullets, but I bought a gun. And he's like, so he's like, he, his friends invites him to the uh, gun range. And instead of like shooting bullets, he goes, pat, pat. And then he, wow. and then sometimes it's like bang bang, <laughs> and he's like whatever day, whatever I'm feeling that day, and his friends make fun of him, and he's like, well, you're pretending, but you're spending money. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> that was the gist of it. I don't remember what the guy's name was. Okay, so uh, uh, August 10th through the 11th tweets. I'm heading to bed, but the cats are back at the door. They only do this in the middle of the night. It's routine now. Mm. It's been pretty quiet tonight. I'm going to try and sleep until. And uh, try out a sleep talk app to see if anything happens during the night. Terrifying in itself. So there's these apps you can have on your phone where it records you sleeping. And so if you talk or do something, it, it'll pick it up. Fun. No, thank you. Yeah, I know. That's terrifying. Like, it's like what, listening to white noise. You need to do that. I probably do. Because you talk in your sleep. And um, sleepwalk. 
He noted that he was intending to get a sleep app to see if he could record anything happening while he was asleep. Additionally, he attempted to draw a line of protection in front of the door with salt, as several Twitter users had suggested in comments replying to his previous tweets. So they're like, and then there's a picture of him like pouring salt around the door. Do it. Hopefully it helps. Hey. Um, I used a sleep app. Uh, I used a sound app to record my apartment last night. It makes individual recordings each time it hears something. There were 33 recordings. <laughs> this one, uh, so of the th- 33 recordings, um, this one is weird because out of the 33 recordings, this is the only one that has that strange electric sound throughout. So some of them, there, there's like a couple, I listened to a few of them. It's like a mechanical sound, but it's not something i recognize it's like like our ice machine you know how it, like kind of grinds a little mm-hmm. bit and then it'll dump the ice that's kind of how it sounded mm-hmm. um and then there's like a couple of them that had like snaps and then he like groaned in his sleep like at midnight it was creepy so you guys so maybe a bone got snapped he didn't break a bone oh. um the first is a snapping sound and what seems like a single step so somebody took a step in his room and it's odd because i didn't get out of bed at all <laughs> Why would you get out of bed? I'd like to go to the bathroom or something. Oh, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> um, these happened between 2 and 3 a.m. I have no explanation for them. I'll keep recording and share if I find anything uh, curious. Is witching hour time? Uh, three. Like three. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, this directly follows the electric static, another snap, and then I groan in my sleep. So that's the gist mm, of it. He groans. He was getting it on. August 12th tweet. Get the F out of my haunted apartment for the weekend. Deuces. <laughs> he t- hey, took a picture. Taking a he's trip. taking a trip. Yeah. So uh, he. He's going to come back and his cat's going to be dead. And I even got the little, because I copied and pasted all the tweets in here. And I had a little emoji, a ghost and like a peace sign. Peace sign. sign. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're moving on to August 14th. Uh, I bought a Polaroid camera this weekend because they're fun and dorky. I decided to take a few photos around my apartment. So a weird thing just happened. I roll. Um, take it with a grain of salt. Okay, so a, a weird thing just happened. Take it with a grain of salt. I took a couple of a picture. I took a couple of my living room and bedroom. That's the rocking chair for I first saw David in. He moved it out to the living room because he's like, oh yeah, fuck that. Um, they're pretty unremarkable. Polaroids are stupid and fun and inherently sort of creepy. I didn't expect to find anything, and for the most part, I didn't. Um, the so. There's just a couple. There's not really anything significant in it. Um, in those two photos, they, some say that they can see uh, a body in the dark entryway, but I don't really. It's just dark to me. It's just dark to me. And that the quality of the print job is not the best either. But um, so, like, people lightened them up for him, and you could like you can see a shadow, but it's like, eh. Um, so the poor boy developed, and then he had another picture that was completely black. I was not about to print that out. Um, <laughs> and then I went into the hallway and snapped a photo. So he snapped a few, and like one, I think in the living room, he snapped, and it was completely black. And then he snapped one in his like bedroom, and it was fine. And then he went back to the living room, and it was black again. It was crazy. But he had, he had a light on though. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's weird. See, like the light is all the same in all these pictures. Like he's taking. And it was just black. Mm-hmm. Um, I also thought maybe I accidentally covered the lens with my fingers, so I took a photo while intentionally covering it. So the 
photo on the left is me covering the lens with my finger. So that picture, that one has like white specks on it. And then the one that developed completely black without doing anything was black, like painted. Jet black. Jet black. Um, the one on the right is my fully lit hallway taken just after midnight. The one on the left has some white in it and the one on the velvet is completely black. Just what I just said. Okay. One last thing, cause I wanted to double check. Here's a couple videos of me taking photos. Living room comes in black normal. Then he took a photo of the hallway, hallway picture developed black. So he, I'm not, again, it's a video and he was walking around taking pictures, talking about how he just took a picture. He set, set the picture down. And then we go take a picture of the hallway, like, and then he would come back to the living room picture and it was fine. And then he looked at the hallway picture and it was completely black Hmm. again. So it's like crazy. Yeah. Um, Someone told me to take photos from further away. So I tried that Uh, once with my iPhone and once with the Polaroid. I'll record myself sleeping again tonight. And I have a and I have Sage being delivered tomorrow. As always, I'll keep you in the loop. Uh, So here we go. So the top picture. Don't look at the bottom picture. Uh, that's it. The left picture is with the phone. Right is with the Polaroid. The hall light was on both times. So it's really weird the Polaroid doesn't catch the light. But his phone one does? Yeah. Huh. Why is it pitch black each time with the Polaroid? That was his question. Okay. Maybe the Polaroid has a light sensitivity. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, they're not like the best quality, but whatever. Shouldn't be black, though, if there's yeah. a light in the hallway. Right? So, um, August 14th is 21st. Um, this is where things start to get a little complicated. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Thank you. Drum roll, please. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Perhaps inspired by what Twitter user... Psykin editing found in Ellis's previous selfies, folks all over the internet started running the images of the Polaroids Ellis had posted through photo editing programs to see what they might be able to find. In the picture of the two Polaroids Ellis took, to compare the first one that developed black on its own with one with one he took with his finger on the lens, there appeared to be a face lurking in the darkness just above the edge of the Polaroid. On the right, you can see that face in Berto Runner's tweet up top here. So this is the middle picture is a picture that they lightened. What do you see? The boy in there. Or a person. You can see the head and the body. Head and the body. Um, let's see if you guys can see. I'm sharing that if you guys don't want to look. All right. So folks have been urging me to get some sage. So did. There's a picture of him using sage. He's like holding it up and took a picture. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe this will do something <laughs> on or the next day. Worse. Next day tweet. Sage did not work. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't dreamed about David in a few months, but he That's appeared weird. again last night. In the dream, my bedroom was filled with hazy smoke, but I could see David sitting in the chair across the room that he moved, remember? So the chair came back. Mm Mm-hmm. Fun. He was smaller this time, almost shrunken. He didn't do or say anything except look at me. Terrifying. Okay. A little bit, yeah. Uh, Anyway, it feels like a bad omen. (laughs) No shit. Omen? Maybe that's what the kid is. The omen Omen. kid. Um, August 18th. 
it's been two weeks and he still does this every night at midnight. He's talking about his cat going to the door at midnight. So the cats still do that. Late at night, that is, in the early morning, really, Ellis tweeted a short update. Maxwell was continuing to hover around the front door at midnight every night at around 3 a.m. Excuse me. Every night, um, his sleep tracker started recording about five minutes of static. And that morning, he had woken up to what he thought felt like a small earthquake. He's in New York. I don't think earthquakes happen there. I don't think earthquakes happen in New York. No expert, though. Um, It was just a whole bunch of small things happening at once. I feel so uneasy, like right before a thunderstorm comes. Everyone is telling me to move, but I don't have any guarantee that this won't follow me. Like, obviously, he followed you upstairs, and that's like... it's the same building, though. Yeah. They just issued a thunderstorm warning for tonight, dot, dot, dot. Mm. I mean, he looked at his weather app, and he's like, I feel like there's a storm coming. (laughs) Might need to go stay at a friend's house. And then bring bring David there? Fuck. Yeah, why not? August 18th through the 21st. <laughs> Better than being the friend's house and not mine. <laughs> uh, August 18th through the 21st. Um, the title is The Dream, The Bruise, and The Warehouse. The Dream, The Bruise, and The Warehouse. Okay, that's weird. Yeah. Okay. All this ghost stuff has been spooky, but this past weekend was the first time I actually felt unsafe in my home. Mm. Like you didn't feel unsafe all the other times? <laughs> I mean... Like when David was in the rocking chair staring at you and started walking towards you? Yeah. I had a dream that night where David was dragging me by the arm through an old abandoned warehouse. This little kid dragging this whole, like, huge-ass man. I mean, yeah. I'm not sure why I didn't fight back in the dream or how he was strong enough to pull me, but that's dream logic for you. True. It was a creepy dream, but I didn't think much of it when I woke up. I took a shower, and then I noticed something. I had woken up with a huge bruise on my arm. This is me saying, it wasn't that intense. I get worse ones just going to sleep. You said that? (laughs) That's me. That's me. (laughs) I mean, like, it was like a little bruise. Like, it was like that big. And it was barely, like, noticeable. I thought it was like a grab hand. Well, it, it, it was on his arm. And it was like a little bruise. Like, I can bruise myself now and show you how bad it was. Like, mm. I'm not going to. I thought it was a bigger bruise. Um, he admitted that the bruise could have been had some perfectly reasonable explanation. Maybe he injured himself during the day and didn't notice it until the next morning. But the coincidence was still odd. Um, odder yet, though, was this. When he left his apartment to go get breakfast the next morning, something he does every Saturday he passed by a food cart repair depot that's right by his apartment. Or at least it used to be right by his apartment. Ellis noted that he's lived in the apartment building for four years, and in all that time, he'd never seen the depot anything less than bustling. But that day, it was silent. Hmm. I've lived in the neighborhood for over four years, and the place has always been jam-packed with carts getting serviced. (laughs) getting serviced uh but today it was completely abandoned the whole warehouse was totally gutted and empty well almost empty i went inside to look around because i was astonished that this place was suddenly empty after all these years basically the only thing in the entire warehouse was a single green chair oh funsies right um and i put in here it looks like a dining room chair with those slats you know like the curved back and then the the slats in the back Mm -hmm. the back was green um, on his, w- on my way back from coffee, the warehouse had been shuttered. It remained shuttered since. So you, the metal 
gates that go down. Mm. That's what he called cheddar. The chair at my bruise, dreaming about an empty warehouse, and then passing by one, it gave me the creeps. Creepies. August 25th of 2017. This is titled, No Caller ID. Uh-oh. I know, right? There have been a few small developments in my apartment, but I'm not really sure what to make of them. I just know I'm scared. We've, we've already established that. Get over it. Um, <laughs> I was almost used to the routine, so when... They, the cats, started to cry at the door closer to 10 p.m. I was confused. They started to cry at the door now? Yeah. Like meow at the yeah, door? Yeah, that's what they call crying. Like, Have they been doing that before? They were doing it at 12. And he oh, got used to it. they doing it at 10. Correct. Mm. Uh, so it's like what Nellie does. Uh, they began a new routine. Hover around the door at 10 p.m., cry for about 15 minutes, and then wander off as if nothing's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Shortly after the usual cat stuff, around 10.30 or so, I start getting phone calls from an unmarked number. My entire call history from the past week looks like this. You'll notice that I'm answer- I've am i answered once yesterday. So he showed a picture of his phone, like he screenshot it, and it's like every day there's like three calls from no caller ID. Mm-hmm. And when a stranger calls. Right? Or when your ex psycho calls you mm-hmm. 27 times. Um, usually it's an automated thing. If you answer once, they quit calling. So I picked up. I didn't say anything. I just listened, listened, waiting for some automated message to chime in. I kept listening. I heard what I thought was breathing, but it was so faint. I can't be sure. My heart was racing. So it was, it was hard. So it was hard to hear. After about a minute, the static stopped and there was silence. Then, just as I was about to hang up, I heard a very small voice whisper, hello. Mm. Chills. I'm like, hey, you bud. Hey, what's See, but you can't say hello because if it is David, then you ask him a fourth question and you just screwed yourself even more. It's true. Hello? Yes, what? Hello? Maybe hello? it's like the more questions you ask is like the more intense your murder is. It's like right now he might just get like choked or something. Cause it's lightly like, choked. Lightly <laughs> choked. Then if he asks another one, then it's like, you know. Spankings. <laughs> I'm sorry. When you wow. say choke, I'm like, mine went to like okay, S&M. S&M. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm Rihanna. Okay. Something about the way that they said hello freaked me out. It wasn't a question or a greeting. <laughs> I don't know. How like, would you say that? Hello? No, that's like a question. I can't not say it in a question. I, I don't know how to say hello, hello. in a non-greeting hello. question way. Hello. <laughs> that sounds pissed off question. So you're going to fucking answer me? Hello. <laughs> I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to talk to you here. Just hello, a flat statement, so quiet I could barely hear it. I panicked and hung up. I didn't know what else to do. I closed all the curtains in my apartment and turned on every single light. Take a shot. Wade is bothering. No, bud. Go lay down. We're recording. You want to join in? I know you want to join. All right, go ahead and say hi. Bark. Say hi. He doesn't know how to say hi. All right, get down. Hello? Get down. Hello? Get down. Hello? Okay. Uh, after that, he watched TV for the rest of the night. He was too scared to go to sleep. He also vowed to keep writing everything that was happening down. As he said, it felt like the only thing he could do. I mean, yeah. 
On August 20th, uh, so from August 28th to September 11th, your brother's birthday, uh, the pet cam videos. The pet cam that's videos? That's the titles. That's the title of this section. The pet cam videos. The evening of August 28th, another Monday, Ellis tweeted a couple things. First, he said that he'd moved the rocking chair out of his room a few weeks prior. Second, he said he was going to Japan on vacation in three weeks. And third, he wrote that he hoped maybe David would lose track of him while he was gone. After all, that was what had seemed to happen for a time after he moved to the upstairs apartment. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, last week I bought a pet monitoring camera so I can keep an eye on the cats while I'm overseas. It's basically a nanny cam that connects to the Wi-Fi so you can check in whenever you want. It runs 24-7. He's going to witness his cats getting murdered. No. Oh. He got a notification that motion was detected. So I watched the feed again. Still nothing. I watched it a third time and finally noticed something. Cat getting murdered. No. Watch, and it says, uh, he put put a video, and it said, watch the chair. In the video, about six seconds in, it starts rocking back and forth, gently. Hmm. And I put here, the chair fucking rocks back and forth. <laughs> it's, te- like, I, ugh, it's good videos. Okay. About a half an hour later, I got another motion alert. Here's the feed of that alert. It's rocking a little bit faster. No. I'm just wrong on every single point. <laughs> At the 12 second mark, a turtle shell Ellis had hanging on his wall hit the deck. So there's a there's a shelf, and above the shelf, he has like the turtle shell hanging there, next in the rocking chairs right here. It like rocked, then that stopped, and then the turtle fell, shell fell. Freaking David's pissed off. He's like, "Where are you, bitch? Where are you, mother fudger?" Okay. Uh, ellis said he couldn't account for the movement he said it could have been the wind as it couldn't have been the wind i was like the wind (laughs) as he doesn't keep the windows open during the summer he didn't know what to make of it i hope nothing else happens tonight wait what the fuck someone just pointed (laughs) Uh, so in one of the videos i didn't notice it it wasn't important to me but wait what the fuck someone just pointed out that one of the blue chairs in the background disappears in the second video so there's a blue chair in the background Mm -hmm. and apparently it disappears but it's just like the play of lights like i don't know how i don't even notice what they're talking about Hmm. um but that turned out just to be a trick of light um if you brighten up the picture in which it looks like it's vanished you can still see it uh it happened again what (laughs) <laughs> do what now <laughs> what the fuck you are uh, <laughs> during the night on saturday while i slept it recorded the cats in the living room it seemed pretty unremarkable at first dun, 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 at first at first but then after a few moments maxwell freaks out and jumps over something invisible it was weird like it's like because you know how the cats can our cats jump over shit all the time and mm. then they just land fine he puffy tailed was like he freaks out and then jumps over something and then like runs away like hmm. it's like something was laying on the floor yeah uh, 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 uh. anyway the next night the camera recorded a couple more strange videos specifically recorded maxwell doing this on and off for hours so this is a picture of the cat sitting prairie dog style like, with like arm, arms arm, up. yeah 
Um, Ellis wrote that he didn't think Maxwell was batting at a bug. First off, he doesn't tend to do that with bugs. He just eats them, Ellis wrote. And second off, Ellis noted that he rarely seen bugs make their way into his apartment. Something spooked him, he wrote. So Maxwell was batting at this like invisible thing and he thought it was a bug, but he doesn't do that. He just eats them. The kicker, though, was actually back in that first video. Are you ready for this? Nope. And Ellis... Ellis's Twitter followers spotted it pretty quickly. At around the 18-second mark, a green glass jar sitting on the coffee table moved on its own accord. Mm. So you're watching the cats play, and then this jar, it's empty. There's nothing in it. Moves like three or four inches. Mm. And there's like nobody there. Um, holy shit, it does. That's what I wrote. <laughs> I just can't shake the feeling that something has made its way into the apartment. It's odd behavior from Maxwell in any event, things feel off this week. I can't explain it. Uh, on September 11th, the pet cam caught something else. A small knitted cactus falling from the same shelf where the turtle shell hung. So another thing fell off the shelf. I hadn't even gotten to the pantry when I heard a loud crack. So he was in the apartment, but it was sitting in the middle, like away from the edge. So it couldn't have just knocked over. The cats weren't there. Didn't do it. Um, I hadn't even gotten to the pantry when I heard a loud crack. It's better to just watch the video since the nanny cam records everything now. (laughs) As you can see, I slid the lock immediately after realizing what was going on. I also checked it about four more times before bed. The thing that fell was this little knitted cactus and a terracotta planter. It's totally busted now. So he he freaked out. Poor cactus. Uh, September 16th of 2017. Nightmares and the return of the warehouse. That's the title of this section. The warehouse is back open again. Wee! They're booming again. Okay. On the pillow next to me was a severed head with a bloody spine attached, snacking down, snaking down the bed. The fuck? He's screaming, obviously. The head was staring right at me, somehow still alive. It had his this huge smile plastered on its face. That's terrifying. Horrified, I screamed, what happened to you? The head smiled even bigger. That's a fourth question. I mean, no, it's not not David. It's a different dude. A head with a spine. Okay. It feels great, the head groans. (laughs) 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 (sighs) Okay, when I passed the warehouse... Okay, so he woke up. He's going to go get breakfast. It's Saturday again. Uh, When I passed the warehouse a second time, I heard a dull thunk from the other side of the shutters. Go lay down. No, no, go. Take a shot, everybody. Wade's being annoying again. Um, did you hear that last sentence? No. Okay. I froze in... Wait. I froze in... When I passed the warehouse a second time, I... Is he hiccuping? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cute. Okay. When I passed the warehouse a second time, I heard a, a dull thunk from the other si- side of the shutters. I froze in place, but there was no other sound after that. I probably should have just continued on, but curiosity got the better of me. You keep on of getting course. your... Sh- right. Getting into trouble. There was a grated window next to the doors about a foot above my head, too high to see into. So I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to hold my phone up to the window, take one photo, and then run for my life. (laughs) It seemed to be a different part of the warehouse, maybe an office. There was a bunch of old insulation and what looked like a filing cabinet and a ripped up leather desk chair. Maybe I'm too deep into this and my brain wants to see David when he's not there. But here, I messed with the filters on the phone a bit. Tell me this doesn't look like him. Okay. 
he's wanting to see this. I didn't think anything of it. There's a misty figure near the door that could potentially look like Dear David. Someone else commented that they see glowing eyes. So there's like a figure-ish next to the open door, like the open office door. Mm-hmm. And it could potentially re- resemble David. And then over in a darker area, like it could see two glowing things that they think is eyes. Mm. Um, David so, has a hellhound with him? Probably. So edit the picture brought everything to 100%. Hundred except brightness and contrast. There's really a dent, dent Wait, head figure. Stop eating whatever you're eating, dude. Take another shot, folks. He's being annoying. Thank you. Uh, okay, so on September 22nd through October 5th, uh, this is titled Adam in Japan. Adam in Japan. A- a- his name is Adam Ellis. Oh. <laughs> I told you that in the beginning. Um, the, yeah, I've just been calling him Ellis, so I just think his name is Ellis. The past few days have been fairly quiet. I haven't been spending much time at home. I leave for Japan in a couple hours. I've been trying to avoid anything weird before my trip. I feel still feel like this is this all might stop if I just leave for a couple weeks. It makes me feel like I'm not going through this alone. See you in a couple weeks. Wait, Art. so where was he looking at the nanny cam at then? Thought he was already out of town. No, he just he just rewatches the videos whenever he's out. Like he goes to work and shit. Mm, I thought he was already. He, know, he traveled before and then he traveled again. Mm. How how does he do it as on a cartoonist salary in New York? I don't know, but cartoonist. Yeah, he draws. He draws cartoons. I, I, I saw that said that in the beginning. And he's, Probably did. I did. Um, it makes me feel like I'm not going through this alone. See you in a couple weeks. Uh, I bought a votive table at the shrine I'm at in Japan. Prayer. <laughs> tablet. A votive tablet. Sorry, I said table. But on this last full day in the country, he stumbled across something unnerving. I was Dear taking David. pictures of it from different angles since it's cylindrical. I moved around to one side and almost dropped my phone at what I saw. Mm-mm. It felt too similar to be a coincidence. I felt dizzy staring up at it. The, the chair. This no, oh. this kid went with a dented head. This is a picture. The kid, that's not a dented head. That's a, that's misshapen. It is misshapen, but it's not dented. I mean, he's still freaked out. The statue is called Mori no Uta, or Song of the Forest. Did you like my Japanese? <laughs> did it was great um on uh october 6th to the 14th this title is called electrical issues and more people photos wait stop wait, eating that dude stop stop eating whatever Jeez, you're eating. take another shot everybody you're gonna be wasted okay this title did you hear the title you said the japanese title no electrical oh. issues and more people photos mm. weird things have been happening with the electricity in my apartment this week Finally. It's been happening. (laughs) At first, two bulbs have burned out in the hallway in less than a week. At this point, I've just left it alone rather than get a ladder again. I noticed because how his door works, like he has like a back entrance and you have to go downstairs to go outside Mm -hmm. because he's on the top floor. Um, So how it works is when it goes down, the ceiling's still really, really high and you have to get a ladder to go change that light. Oh, that's dumb. It is. Poor design, engineers. Um, 
uh, at this point, I just left it alone rather than get a ladder again. I noticed it was it just sometime before dawn when I woke up and went into the kitchen to get some water. I'd barely gotten back into bed when I saw a faint light come on in the living room. After a few seconds, it went dark again. Sorry, I had to yawn. Do you know, do you know what it is? Faint light come on and then it went off again? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I'm just. I'm what do you just, mean? Do I know what it is? I was just seeing if you wanted to guess. The light came on and went off. Great, great. You are terrible at. What like, am I supposed to guess here? I don't know. Like, oh, it's if from he the saw TV. a figurine or something, that would be different. A figurine. A figure. Figure. Oh, a figurine is that, that like a little, oh. like <laughs> little. <laughs> Maybe that's how big did dear David is. Maybe he's only that big. Uh, okay, Alice couldn't get back to sleep, so he went to a 24-hour diner near his apartment, had some eggs, and then went home to shower and get ready for the day before heading into work early. While he was while he was completing his morning abulations, ablutions, ablutions, I don't know how to say that, he said he started hearing some weird scratching noises outside the front door. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, after everything that had happened so far, he couldn't bring himself to actually look through the people. So instead, he just held his phone up to it and snapped a picture here's what he saw when he looked at the photo i don't have it at- how dare you not have it that's probably the most important one it didn't it didn't show really at first okay so at first the pictures didn't seem like anything just blur- blurry nothingness but as i analyzed it and started noticing things part of a face an ear and eye staring right back at me okay remember he doesn't have a light out there so it's dark could it look like it? Yes. It was just like a... a How does he not have a light out of the front door of his... That, like, remember his hallway? Apartment. He had to get a ladder and he didn't want to do it. He just was like, fuck it. But that's the only light in the hallway? Mm-hmm. What? Anyway, so that's he weird. thinks he saw that. Um, I mean, if you really looked at it and wanted to see it, I would agree. Like, if you really wanted to see something, that's what I put. Maybe there was something there. October 15th through the 26th of 2017. The title of this section is The Cleansing, The Hearse, and The Figure figure on the Rooftop. The Hearse? Uh-oh. What happens? I think maybe it's time to get someone else involved. It's obvious this isn't going to stop until I do something. So instead, I had a friend come over and cleanse the place. And for about a week or so, it seems like it worked. Things appeared to go back to normal. The cats weren't gathering at the door anymore. I stopped having dreams. Don't stop on your dreams. <laughs> After the, his last update, Ellis had a friend perform a cleansing ritual in his apartment, which seemed to help somewhat. According to the tweets above, uh, things got weird again fairly quickly after. Mm. Uh, this time, all the metal door. This time, all the metal door wide open. Okay, did I skip something? No, he's walking again in front of the warehouse. So this time. The metal door was wide open. Sunlight poured in. Uh, the warehouse was still mostly empty, except for one thing. Can you guess what it is? The chair. No. The hearse. Yes. Oh, nice. There was a hearse parked near the back wall. Just parked casually, you know. <laughs> uh, Ellis wrote that on the evening of October 25th, he was heading into the kitchen to grab a beer from the fridge when he spotted something frightening out the window. Uh, an alien. It was in the title. <laughs> I don't remember what the title is. <laughs> a person standing on the roof opposite the apartment oh, staring yeah. at him. Yeah. I remember now. <laughs> <laughs> it 
took a second. I immediately ducked down. I reached up and flicked off the light switch. I peered over the windowsill. <laughs> when you but... said flicked off, I thought he flicked off the person. <laughs> Fuck you, light switch. <laughs> I was like, I don't think you want to do that, bud. <laughs> See someone, Fuck you, man. <laughs> oh, my God. I must like water came out of the nose. That would have been funny if he would have did that, but he'd probably be dead. <laughs> uh, I peered over the windowsill. But couldn't see much. My phone was in my pocket, so I grabbed it and took a photo. It was blurry and dark, but I swear someone was out there. I tried to take a better photo, but the figure had disappeared. So this one, it's like, I need to show you a better picture. It's very terrible. Like when I, I was looking at the wrong place Mm -hmm. and I, when I found what it was, it scared the shit out of me. Like if that was looking at me. So the first one. Technically, right here. This is a terrible, terrible, like, print job. I tried to lighten it up. But a post? Yeah. I don't see anything. Okay, I, I'll show you a different picture later. Like, to the right of the post? No, it's, like, where I pointed. Okay, babe, you're, like, moving the paint, and then you, like, pointed, like... Right here. I mean, I see a, like a, like it looks like the window part there, okay. but I don't see it's a figure. Like, it's dark. You will need to see, see the, it yeah, yeah. on the computer. Okay. So, A, this scared me when I was looking at it. Freaky. I mean, you're easy to scare. No, so. not. November 5th, <laughs> uh, the title of this is Photographic Evidence. Mm, I think you've been getting photographed. I mean, yeah, but. but. In the dream, I saw him in a chair again. I don't have the green chair in my room anymore. This time, it was a recliner I've had for years. He was staring right at me, just like the first time. Again, I felt paralyzed and could barely move, but Uh this time, something was different. This time, though, Ellis wasn't quite as paralyzed as he had been the first time around. This time, he could... If I say this time again, I'm going to punch myself. He could move his hands a bit, so when David began to approach, this time... No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Ellis grabbed his phone... In the dream, that is, and started to take some pictures. He woke up right as David reached his bed and began to crawl up it. Fuck that. Being able to move in his dream wasn't the only thing that was different this time, though. I would jump through the wall. This time. This time. (laughs) When Ellis looked at the camera roll on his phone, he saw dozens of photos that had been taken in the dark the night before. Apparently, he wasn't just taking pictures in the dream, but also in real life. And then there's three images. I only have two of them because the last one's terrifying. Um, okay, so this is one of the photos he took on his phone in his dream, but actually in real life. Oh, my God. Isn't that terrifying? It's like more terrifying. That when you, see you can see. Right? Okay. And then it's... Then Jeez Louise. I have arrow on my foot. Okay, perfect. So then, he is laying on you. then there is another picture of him closer, right as he gets to the bed. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> I would not stay in that apartment ever again. That's like terrifying. This like broken-headed kid, infant. Looks like an infant. Okay, so November sixth through the sixteenth. The title of this section is called "The Crawl Space Part One." <laughs> crawls into a crawl space, or something crawls out of the crawl space. It's not that it's, ter- not, it's not that scary. Oh, for everyone asking, yes, I'm Skip. alive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
No. Uh, so for everyone asking, yes, I'm alive. I've been on the quiet side because not, there's something I'm trying to investigate and I'm not sure how to yet. I'd rather not tweet unless I have something substantial to share. Alice had previously established that his apartment building was actually a house that had been converted into something kind of like a duplex. When his first, when he first encountered David, he was living in the first floor unit. By the time everything really started to ramp up, he moved to the second floor unit. He believed the building looked something like this. So it's just a square, like a rectangle. And then the first layer, second layer. That's it. Yeah. That's, I'm just giving you visuals. I already had that visual. <clears throat> It also sort of hard to explain logistics. Okay. It's sort of hard to explain the logistics of what I'm trying to find out, but I'll do my best. Basically, there's a part of my apartment I'm just now learning about. At least that's. Did you have it like that for a reason? Because it was like really pulling on the cord. So. Oh, no. I just oh, didn't notice it. Was it was like hella pulling on it. Take a shot. Okay. Uh, now I live on the second floor. Wait. At least that's what I think. To refresh your memory, I live in a duplex. I used to live on the first floor, and now I live on the second floor. It's a long, boxy building that looks like this. But while he was tweeting the previous update, he said he had started hearing some loud thudding. What are you doing? Taking off my sandals. You're just, like, shaking everything. Shake everything if I want. Uh, he, he started hearing loud thudding noises coming from above his apartment. It was distinctly the sound of someone falling to the floor, he wrote. My building is old and makes lots of noises, but this was a new sound and it startled me. So I'm thinking, is there some secret crawl space in my home? I look over, uh, I look all over my apartment, but I can't figure it out. So I go into the hallway and that's when something dawns on me. Something falls on him. (laughs) Dawn. Um, There's no real way to ease into this, so I'll just say it. There's a mysterious hatch in my hallway. I've always known about it, but I just assumed it opened directly to the roof. Mm-hmm. It's really high above the stairs, so I, I always figured it was impossible to access without some sort of fancy professional ladder. I took this video so you can see how high it is. So again, his stairs go down. The hatch is like 30 feet in the air. Jesus. It's like a tall fucking ceiling. Yeah. Um, I... I see that hatch every morning when I leave for work and think nothing of it. But this time, something dawned on me. It can't lead to the roof because it's actually below the roof. Excuse me. I'm about to spring some simple math on you. So I apologize in advance. Simple math. First, the skylight is is flat with the roof. I checked the Google Earth to make sure. The hatch is about three feet below the skylight, meaning there's about three feet of empty space between the two openings. Do you make, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, like I said, how, apartment, apartment. Then there's a three feet of space because above, like, there's like a, a edge, a ledge kind of. And mm-hmm. then there's a skylight. Mm-hmm. So, there's three feet of space between the hatch that's here and then the si- skylight that's there. Skylight. That's just like a window in a ceiling, right? Correct. Okay. No. No, go away. Take a shot. <sighs> Take a shot. Wait, our arrow's being needy. Uh, I think maybe the hatch leads to a short ladder going to the roof. But even if that's the case, the hatch is level with all the ceilings in my apartment. That means there's three feet of empty space all over my apartment. Someone could be living up there. Right? Or someone. <sighs> so, <clears throat> no, no, November 24th to the 28th, this title is called The Crawl Space Part 2. <laughs> Mm. A lot has happened in the last week. Oh, no. Terrible. 
Every time. A lot has happened in the last week, but I was away for Thanksgiving, so I'm just now able to write it all down. I showed you all the pictures. Good. Uh, the noises from the ceiling haven't let up, but the pool I ordered didn't arrive before I had to leave for the holiday, so I didn't actually get it until Friday night. I planned to investigate the next morning and went to bed. I'd barely fallen asleep when I woke up to an incredibly loud crash above me. It sounded like someone had dropped a bowling ball. I bolted upright in bed and immediately felt strange. There was a weird energy all around me. I can't explain it. Just a weird energy. You did. Evil energy? Weird. He didn't say evil. He said weird. Angel energy? I hate you. (laughs) After about a minute, I heard another crash. I briefly thought about grabbing my shoes and booking it, but that would mean passing under the hatch. And that seemed like a bad idea. So instead, I just listened and waited, though I'm not sure for what. The crash happened again and then again, probably about 15 times in a row. Followed by a long silence, and then I heard a smaller creaky sound from the hallway in my mind i registered it as a footstep but it really could have been anything i stayed still but there was no more sounds after that i lay back down still tense and nervous but i must have fallen asleep at some point because i woke up the next morning and everything seemed normal again i got dressed and left to go get a bagel same as every saturday (laughs) (laughs) jesus all right same as every saturday what's more when he was leaving to go get that bagel he had been planning that he had been planning to get he noticed some debris on the stairs right below the hatch Mm -hmm. at this point uh, at that point uh, bagels were the last thing on my mind i went back upstairs grabbed the pole i set my camera on uh, the coat wardrobe at the top of the stairs and hit record just to make sure it would be caught on video if a demon burst out of the hatch. <laughs> <laughs> demon burst out of the hatch. <laughs> In the video, something fell from the hatch. So he has this really fucking long pole and he pokes the hatch open and then from the hatch something falls down. Fun. Right. Dead body? No. Dead animal? No. I went upstairs to get my phone and collapsed the pole since it's so long and unyielding, then went back downstairs to investigate the object that fell. At first, I wasn't even sure what it was. It was dingy, faded, Money. black. What? Money. It was dingy, faded, black. Old money. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I picked it up and realized what it was. It was a small leather shoe. Hmm. <laughs> That looks old. Like old. Like old timey shoe. Like back in like the 1930s. Yeah, 1920s, 30s. Uh, a few hours later, my landlord was on a ladder, shining a flashlight into the crawl space. I stared out at him, half expecting something to grab him and he come into the darkness. Right. <laughs> That's what I would have thought. <laughs> he angled his flashlight all around and finally saying, there's nothing up here. That's my best landlord voice. There's nothing up here. There's nothing up here. But then he was like, oh, wait. <laughs> Get sucked into the abyss. I watched as he reached up into the emptiness Why with his free arm. And when he pulled it back down, it was bloody. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> all of his fingers. Shit. He okay. just has a paw. He had something small and round in his hand. Ooh, a pee-pee? <laughs> a penis? He climbed down the ladder and handed it to me. Oh, fun. 
His penis. A little sausage. <laughs> I have my meat. Uh, you I, see my meat? Uh, again, I wasn't quite sure what I was looking at. The, obviously, you knew what you were looking at, you dumbass. If you didn't know... If I showed you that, well, what, what is that? It's a bouncy ball. No, it's a marble. Oh, it looked like a fucking bouncy ball to me. Again, I wasn't quite sure what I was looking at. It was smooth and shiny. At first, I thought it was an old piece of candy. Mmm, candy. <laughs> like yours. Yeah, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of candy. But it was cold and too heavy to be candy. After a second, I realized it was a marble. It took you that long to... I probably would have thought it was candy, too. Pop in your mouth and break so, on your teeth. Nom, 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 shit. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it was dirty from the, like, hatch. Fuck yeah. Delicious. It was so More warm flavoring. that it hadn't registered as a marble at first. Its shape was also sort of weird with a little bump on one end. Mm. So it's kind of resembling David's head. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I already showed you the marble. I'll show you the peeps the marble. It's just green marble. Bounty ball. Sure. That, like, that's on his hand, too, because it's like you can see like the little creases. Uh, so November 28th to 29th, the title of this section. Dear Mom. Will the real dear David please stand up? Oh, wow. <laughs> or not. <laughs> Following the hatch incident, a few of Ellis's followers theorized that they may have identified the real, real dear David, an anonymous murder victim from 1921 known as the Little Lord Fauntleroy. Fauntleroy, who was named for the Francis Hodgson Burnett novel due to his very fine clothing, was a boy estimated between to be between the ages of five and seven years old, who was found dead in a pond near the O'Loughlin Quarry in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Waukesha, Wisconsin, in 1921. He had died after being struck on the head with a blunt object, a murder which remains unsolved to this very day. Now, why the hell is he in New York? He likes the dude, I don't know. He He saw his cartoons and he's like, I like it. I mean, usually from at least supernatural, ghosts are tethered to an object, which could be that shoe. Or the marble. Or the marble. But why, if he was killed in Wisconsin, is he in fucking New York? I don't think ghosts have rules. They can do whatever. Maybe he wanted to go to New York and he's like, bitches, bye. It's Wisconsin. Nobody wants to be there. It's exactly what the ghost thought. Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Going to the big city. No, what is it? The Big Apple. The Big Apple with his little, like... With his little shoe and marble. <laughs> on <laughs> and his a back. little bag with a <laughs> stick in a white oh, bag. I, what, I used to know what that was called. I can't remember. Uh, okay, so the Twitter users uh, who had made the connection between Fauntleroy and David cited a few similarities as evidence. One, Fauntleroy was wearing leather shoes and Ellis had just found a small leather shoe in his apartment. Two, a theory about Fauntleroy posted, posited that he may have been kidnapped from a wealthy family and there was a lot of wealthy families in New York at the time. So he could have lived in New York and then somebody kidnapped him and killed him and dumped him in Wisconsin where they dump all the trash. But then why would his shoe be in the... Because he might have lived there. Because there parents... a wealthy... Oh, it used to be a house before. It used, to, it used to be another building. He didn't really specify. I thought it was a store, but I... Thank you. you think you said house earlier. It's a house. Yeah, that's what I just said. Technically. All right. Anyway, so that those Anywho. are the two theories. November 29th through December 12th. The title of the section is While You Were Sleeping. Terrifying. Fun. Sorry for the long break. I haven't been feeling great the past couple weeks and haven't had time 
To update, there wasn't, there also wasn't much to say for the most part. I wasn't sleeping well and I was having weird dreams, but they were vague, 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 and hard to describe. I'm sleepy all day long and I've been getting sudden bouts of dizziness. Same. Nothing major had occurred until December 6th. That night, Ellis wrote, he woke up with a start and felt something strange, like something had just, something had just been watching me. There was no one there when he turned on the light, of course, but he said he was experiencing the tangible feeling of badness. Mm. That's my, like, drag name. Tangible feeling of badness? (laughs) That's a very long name. He's learned to associate with David. After a couple of nights of this, waking up suddenly feeling like he was being watched, Ellis downloaded an app on his phone that made it take photos automatically every 60 seconds and set it up on the bookcase. He left both it and a light on while he slept. That would terrify me if I had like my camera like take pictures every 60 seconds and then like I woke up and there's like an alien like hovered over me. Or dear David, hover over him with a knife. Just be like, hey bud. It's okay. It's okay. Shh. Okay. Every 60 seconds and set it up on the bookcase. He left both it and the light on while he slept. And in the morning, he claimed he found some really disturbing pictures on his camera roll. Of course. Fifi. No, ma'am. Take a shot. Fifi's trying to get in. The vast majority of them were of me sleeping in an empty room. It's sort of dark, but you can see me sleeping. I'd left a couple night lights on just in case anything showed up. But for the first hundred or so photos, it was just me in an empty room. Until. Dun, dun, dun. Then. There suddenly, there comes. <laughs> then suddenly he was there standing on the chair at the foot of my bed staring standing at me. Standing on a chair now? Oh, he's Do you want pissed. to see the picture? He's pissed. This is, like, this is the scary part. The top one? That's just a fucking bottom marble. One. Obviously, the bottom one. Oh, isn't that scary? Oh, hey, bud. All right, for all the people out there who want to be scared. <clears throat> all right, so that's a picture of David standing on the chair. He's making himself known too. He's not trying to hide it at all. I'm little Lord Fauntleroy, bitch. It's like, what's up? As he pulls his clock out, his <laughs> both of them. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that movie, uh, Gun, Guns Akimbo. Guns Akimbo. Oh my God, that's amazing. Okay. In the next photo, from a minute later, he seems to be staring straight up the ceiling. Just staring. Like you at the sun. They do that in my video game sometimes. A little weird. That's creepy. <laughs> then he appears to be collapsed on the chair. And so, like, there's multiple pictures. I just did the ones that were the creepiest because he's staring at the ceiling. Okay, whatever. He's He collapsed on the chair and he's, like, just laying there. Um... Uh, the next dozen photos are all the same. You should have did it to every like 30 seconds instead of every 60 seconds. He's completely lifeless. At first I thought he was dead, which obviously doesn't make any sense. I looked over at the chair, half expecting him to still be there, but it was empty. But then in the next photo, he's gone. The room is totally empty again. He's gone in the next several photos too. I figured maybe that was it. But I kept swiping through the photos. About 15 photos later, he was back, standing next to the bed. It was just like the last time I saw him. Maybe, like... He wants to cuddle. Maybe he wants, like, he's trying to get him to help him. Maybe. 
I mean, granted, his murderers are probably not still alive, considering... What what year is this? Oh, it's 2017. Yeah, yeah this is way, alive. way... That was when my heart started to race. I didn't want to look at the rest of the photos, but I knew I had to. I swiped to the next photo, and my heart sank into my stomach. He was on the bed, inches from me, staring down at me, sleeping. What's wrong with that? Don't look at the bottom picture. That's him. Oh, fun. Wow. He's just watching over him. He's his little guardian angel. With a dented head. I mean, everybody needs a job. The next one was worse. In the next photo, he's staring right at the camera. I didn't send that because it was creepy. Why wouldn't you? What? I mean, it's like I had so many photos. I didn't want to keep on adding more and more. You keep not adding the good photos. I will show you after. After that, there was seemingly nothing. He disappeared again, and the rest of the scroll is just me alone in my room again. That is until the last photo. Here's the final photo on the roll. You better have that one. I do. We would get a divorce right now. What do you see? It's in the closet? No. Look at the foreground, babe. Look at the what? Front. Like the front. Do you not see the head? The hair? I see the, the, the guy's hair. That's not the guy's hair. That's He's sleeping in a bed way over here. This is a head and an ear. What? Oh, fuck. That's a head and an ear? Mm-hmm. I thought that was part of the bed. No, because it's not in the other picture. Fuck if I know. <laughs> so David... Is in the camera? Is in front of the camera. He's like, hey, bud, look at my hair. I just got a fresh cut. I'm at a loss for words. That malformed ear, that stringy hair, I didn't even know what to think. I looked all over my room but couldn't find anything. And honestly, I've been so exhausted, I didn't know how to process it. And also, like, I'll show you the, the video. They put all the videos together, and it's, like, slowly walking closer. And then it he moves the camera. Oh, it moved the camera, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, that camera does not look in the same even, spot. Even now, all I want to do is just go to sleep. Oh, wait. I Surprise, he even still wants to go to sleep. I do not. I looked all over my room, couldn't find anything. Else. I was, okay. Hey, everyone. I'll be gone for the next week, visiting family back home in Montana for the holidays. It'll be nice to get away from all this for a bit. Thanks for everyone's kind words lately. I'll see you when I get back. He didn't do that. I just added Oh, okay. I, I was like hoping that. he did that. No, he's not a cool like me. Fuck. All right. December 20th to the 26th. Uh, title of this one is Home for the Holidays. And he followed him. <laughs> Maybe. All right. 100%. I even started browsing listings for new apartments back in New York. The last thing I went, want to do is move in the middle of winter. But after the past couple months, it seemed like it might be worth it. It felt like there might be a way out. But after a few days, I started to feel strange again. One night, I got up to go to the bathroom. And as I stood there in the dark, I couldn't help feeling like there was something moving outside the bathroom window. The bath- He's in Montana right now, right? Correct. Okay. The bathroom looks out into the backyard, and it was pitch black. I could barely see anything, but it's Montana, and there are animals passing through all the time. Sure enough, in the morning, I found animal tracks through the w- snow. I don't know uh, the specific animal, deer, elk. It looked like something brushed the snow, like like sco- kind of scooped the snow, but not deep. It was just like on the top. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a very interesting photo. 
I couldn't tell what they were from the bathroom. Wait, no. In the morning, as I was getting out of the shower, I glanced out the window and noticed tracks behind the garage. I couldn't tell what they were from the bathroom, so I got dressed, put on my coat, and went outside. When I got up close, my heart practically stopped. They weren't tracks. They were footprints. Baby footprints? Really small footprints. Fun. And I have a picture. It's a little blue, but... Fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. December 27th through January 2nd, 2018. Ring in the news year. Uh, title of this one is Not So Happy New Year. <laughs> For the past few nights, I've been using that app that takes photos every couple minutes, but nothing has shown up. For whatever reason, it doesn't seem to work anymore, but I've left it running just in case. It picked up absolutely nothing, save for one thing from last night. Last night was practically ba- particularly bad. I felt sick and had nightmares all night. I dreamed that David was hovering in the corner by the ceiling, far off the ground. He was mouthing something, but I couldn't hear any words. <sighs> That's terrifying. Help me. Save me. Save me, Daddy. Oh, my God. In the same update, Ellis also detailed what happened to him over New Year's. He returned to New York the day after Christmas, still feeling watched, still waking up right before something happens. On January 1st, Ellis dreamed about David again, a dream that ended with a horrifying moment. Then he was hovering above my bed, staring down at me, the mouth moving faster than it should be. I couldn't move. I can only look up at him. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Suddenly, he plummeted down, and I felt this huge pressure crash into my chest. I woke up gasping. The wind completely knocked out of me. I sat up and looked around, frantically heaving for, heaving for air, but there was nothing. When I caught my breath, I retrieved my phone from the dresser. The photo scroll showed nothing of note. That is crazy. Hey, stop, Fifi. I think she's laying down. I saw she was scratching at the door. Or like the fo- the photo roll showed nothing of note save for the last photo taken just a moment before. Do you want to see the picture? Well, obviously. The blue one? The bottom one. Do you see now, see the boy? He has his hand up? He's he's hovering over Adam. Is he? Because his bed is like his. Give me. Okay, his bed is like facing like this. Oh, his, his hair, his head is right here. The boy's here. That's right. so weird. I was tr- trying to show the camera. See, like to me, when I look at it, it looks like he's standing here, and that is his arm right there. No, no, no. But the kid is facing down. I see it not... now. I see it now. That's his arm there, and. That's the his boy. Body. His yeah. head is right there, right? The mm-hmm. boy's head. Yeah. Okay. All right, folks. If you're on Patreon, you can see this. It could go either way, but. if I'm sure when I show you the lighter pictures, you will no, see away. it. January 13th through the 14th of 2018. This title is called The Instagram Possession. Mm. <laughs> I swept to my... I swiped to my mentions and saw that everyone was tweeting to me about something I posted to my Instagram story the day before, saying they saw something weird. The stories are expired now, but I have a screenshot and I don't know how to explain it. 
Long story short, I went to a brunch on Saturday with a friend. I posted a few pictures of photos to my story and they were fairly unremarkable. Here's the first two I posted. Totally dumb and normal. Then I explain picture of a fancy avocado toast and one with his friend mm. drinking bottleless mimosas. Mm. Okay. They're totally boring brunch photos. I posted one more photo of me and my friend before leaving, and that was that. But the next day, I had a zillion messages about the third photo I posted. People had taken screenshots and sent them to me. This is what somehow got uploaded to my Instagram story. So a deformed picture with the girl, I guess that's the friend that was drinking mimosas. Yeah, that's the friend he was with. And, and then a fucked up picture of him? Yeah. He's, in his normal picture, he's just smiling next to her. But it looks like David's trying to superimpose himself over yeah, his. Yeah, that eyeball is huge. Okay, folks, this is the photo. All right. Ellis had no idea what had happened to that photo. He said it had looked fine when he posted the previous day, but now not so much. In fact, if examined closely, um, the photo seemed to show David's face superimposed on top of Ellis's. I have no clue what happened. It looked perfectly fine on my phone when I uploaded it. I'd say it was just a glitch, but I can't make sense of what's happening with my face. <laughs> He's already possessed. That's when right? he was on top of him last it's time. Like so he angry. went into his body. Like the possession of Ellis. Yeah. That's what it should be called. Uh, maybe I can. I know what, what it looks like, what it probably is, but I don't know if I care anymore. I really just want things to be normal again and things feel normal enough right now. I don't know. I guess I'll keep you updated if anything else happens. Like I've been sleeping fine. Um, I Like I've been sleeping fine and I have lots of energy during the day, but sometimes I seem... I seem to sort of lose time, I guess. Like, I'll look up mm. the clock and realize a whole hour has gone by and I don't remember any of it. Mm. Yep, he's possessed. To which a person on Twitter responded, Oh, hell nah. He's possessing you. And it was from Tima. Fuck yeah. <laughs> David is in you. January 27th to 28th. The title of this section is The Mysterious Cat Video. There's about a 33 second long video of Max meowing over and over again. It looks like the camera's on the floor and pointed at the apartment entrance. So I wrote that just because I didn't want to put a video here because I couldn't. Mm -hmm. Although at, towards the end of the video, he turns around and faces the camera while continuing to meow, meow. And then the video abruptly ends. He's not there. Who's not there? Ellis. The cat. It's just the cat. And then the nanny cam. Oh, in the video. So something turned off the camera. Also, there was no thread accompanying the video, making for another huge departure from Ellis's normal format. So usually when he posts a video, he'll say something. In this, in this post, it didn't. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe not the nanny cam. It has to be his phone because if he puts it on Twitter, he would need his phone. Uh, February 3rd of 2018. The title of this section is Everything is Fine. Sure it is. Everything is fine. That's all there was to Ellis's next update. Just those three words. You know that the tweet itself is also a departure from his usual style. Ellis is typically good about using capital letters, punctuation, and correct grammar. But here, we're looking at something written in all lowercase letters with no punctuation and with a weird extra space in between two of the words. So. Because it's a kid writing it. Yeah. 
So you can see just like the from the bullet points says everything is fine. It's mm-hmm. just extra space. Uh, February 6th of 2018. Uh, the title of this section is a personal update. Dot, dot, dot. Or is it? <laughs> <laughs> Some of you already know this, but I thought I should make a short update on Twitter about it. A little over a month ago, I made the difficult decision to leave my full-time job after four years with the company. It wasn't an easy choice, but it just became too difficult to focus on everything, and I decided it was time to turn my attention toward personal op- projects. I'm nervous about what the future holds, but I feel good. I know big things are coming. Followers weren't sure whether the announcement was part of the story or not. However, the third tweet in the the thread arguably tipped the scale towards the yes, it's part of the story side. There was a strange extra space between the two words feel and good. So again, they mm-hmm. it had it had proper punctuation and sh- stuff, but that extra space kind of Mm-hmm. is weird February 13th to the 14th title of this section is everything will be like it was before <laughs> sure alright please don't worry about me I'm okay and everything will be like it was before smiley face but it's the colon in the closed parenthesis mm-hmm. this tweet seems to strengthen the idea that David had possessed Ellis or at the very least taken over his Twitter account Another video quite similar to the one from January 28th appeared too. Again, it was a short, it was shot from a low angle. And again, it showed Maxwell meowing plaintively at Ellis's front door. So again, the cat's meowing. Uh, Another weird cat video. A strange object was still positioned in the foreground. Although this time we could sort of make out what it was. It appeared to be a nylon drawstring bag. Both this video and the January 28th one were posted just after midnight. That is, right around the time that Ellis said his cat started acting up every night, way back at the beginning of the story. Mm-hmm. The last section. Uh, and that's it. That's the story. Um, so June 6th of 2018, the t- uh, title of this section is The Untitled Dear David Project. For everyone asking if I'm alive, I'm doing Okay. It's been pretty quiet around here lately, and I've been trying to focus on work. Of course, I'll keep you updated if everything strange happens. But for now, I'm staying busy with drawing and other projects. Peace. All right. So the last thing I'll say about this is some Dear David news. Dan Lin, producer of It, will be producing a Dear David film with screenwriter Mac Van Ways, writer of The Conjuring spinoff The Crook- and The Crooked Man. And he'll be attached to it. So there's a movie. Good. And that's the story of Dear David. So is he still alive? Yeah. Huh. I mean, it's like, it was weird. I love that story. It's, cre- it's creepy as fuck. I mean, he obviously got possessed by him, but is he still possessed? Or does he just get possessed for like a week or two? And then the they was like, like nah, this. I'm done. And he I'm done with this. left. Probably. Or maybe he's just sitting dormant inside of him. Until it's ready to win. Because usually if you get possessed, you don't just... Like, leave. Yeah, usually it hangs out. Yeah. So, what did you think of the story? Uh, I mean, I thought something more, like, sinister was going to happen, but, you know. I mean, the pictures are pretty terrifying. I'm not saying they're not. I just thought David was going to, you know, because he asked three questions, so I thought it was going to be a completely different story. Okay, well. I didn't know it was a possession story, not a death and murder story. That's why I like telling it, because it's a good story. Death and murder. Death and murder. Okay. So that is our episode, folks. Next episode, 
uh, Lur gets the movie, I get the topic, which I choose all topics anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Says true. What is your movie? Dear David. Yay! <laughs> so I told Ty we should watch the movie because I thought it was still in production, but I did not realize it was out. It got, came out on, in 2023. And so this... It was a year ago. Yeah. Well, still, I missed it. I didn't see it. So it's, it is on Amazon. You can I think you can rent it unless you have Amazon Prime. I think it might be free. Uh, you can watch it on Vudu. I think YouTube as well. But I don't know who watches videos on, like, movies on YouTube. People that probably pay for YouTube. Probably. All right. And the topic that we are going to cover is the disappearance of Brian Schaefer. Oh, okay. Do you know that one? Nope. Oh, I thought you were acting <laughs> like you knew. All right. That's the whole point. <laughs> so, uh, as you know, We're Not Qualified is coming up, and then we Wait. do need your shit. So, Brian Schaefer, that name does sound familiar. It's an interesting story. Brian Schaefer. Okay. Um, if you want to write it mm-hmm. right into us, definitely do it. Our website is no longer there. But you can go to in for the night 69 that's the number 6 and the number 9, at gmail.com, and send us mail there. That's it. I don't have to do it. And then on in our little notes section of the episode, the link for our email will be there, as well as the Patreon link if you want to join and see our lovely faces and see the pictures that are terrifyingly terrifying. Yeah. Should be more pictures. But I'll show you more pictures after we finish. I mean, people can look them up. Yeah, definitely. All right. So uh, we hope we gave you a reason to stay in for the night. And until next time, peeperinos, peace out.